we've come up to the big 300 number. Mm. Yes. And that got me thinking about numbers. Okay. okay. I sort of started thinking about people I've slept with. <laughs> okay. What's number related? Because you're like, sure. what's a number? Yeah. What's a 300 related fact? Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Multiple Nerdgasm with your hosts, Matt, Luke, and Dan. Multiple Nerdgasm, your guide to all things nerdy. And then I started to realize I can't name everyone I've slept with. Okay. Do you think you guys could? I'm not asking you to. I'm just thinking. Does that include people whose names I didn't know even at the time? Well, that's yeah. part of the problem I have as well. Mm. There are quite a few where even if I slept with them a few times, I may not have known their name. I guess I'm just not as cool as you because no one's as cool can, as Luke. <laughs> I could definitely name them all if I if I sat down. Matt, I could name all the women you've slept with. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I don't know if I'm bragging to say like, oh, I slept with a huge number or not, but yeah, just, just what I was thinking about when I was thinking about 300 episodes. It sounds a little bit like bragging. Well, it, it depends. What's the number of STIs you've gotten as well? Yeah. Uh, amazingly none. Mm. No idea how I skipped that. I think because I had cancer. Yeah, the cancer consumed. All that the... radiation. Yeah. Yeah, all that radiation just kept me healthy. So you're like Spider Man now. Syphilis sort of. at the door. <laughs> He's like Spider Man, but with STDs. Yeah. STD man. Yeah, <laughs> that's Probably, maybe me. Don't don't advertise that name, but just know that no, you are that. No, maybe not. Maybe should have opened with this. <laughs> so yeah, three hundred. Well done, guys. We did it. Yeah, we got here. that's right. I remember there was a time where we weren't sure we we're going to get to one hundred. Yeah, yeah. That was yeah. back or when even, we were kids. Or even one. <laughs> if we're going to talk about numbers, Matt, mm. you yes. and I are going to be forty next year. Yes. Thanks for that. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Sucks to be you guys. That doesn't sound right, though, does it? No. This is one of those things where, like, when my parents, well, even when my parents were, like, 30, I thought they were mature oh, and, yeah. and responsible. Mm-hmm. You guys are about to hit 40, and I don't see that in years at all. No, I wonder if my parents felt like this when they were my age. Like, like fuck am I, what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> like, <laughs> you know? Or if is it just By the like- time your parents were 40, Matt, they had a bunch of kids. That's what I'm saying. I think I was 20 by the time my mum was 40. Yeah, we're, and we're, we're all just here going like, fuck, I wish I had time to play some more video games. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm amazed that a bit not different. one of us have kids. Right, exactly. Well, that, that's the other thing that uh, you've managed to skip. Yep. That one I could actually chalk up to cancer. Hey, Luke, <laughs> there's no shame in having irradiated sperm, okay? Super sperm. I, like I did say it. there was shame in it. Yeah. Like the kind of sperm the Wanderer has in, in, the, in the Fallout games. <laughs> I would in, assume. in your head cannon. Yeah. <laughs> That's what yeah. Also, my and head, head cannon, cannon is, is all what that I call counts. my dick. <laughs> so, happy new year, uh, listeners. It's good mm. to be back. Mm-hmm. We missed you. Yeah, first um, podcast. Oh, that's, I've, I, I've missed us. Yeah. And what, this, it's what, what, two weeks? Three weeks? Yeah, it's been, been a long time. Been three, I've missed it. Thanks, listeners, for sticking with us for 300 episodes, those of you that have been here since the beginning, and those of you who joined later and then went back and went back to the beginning, and those of you who couldn't go all the way back to the beginning because we were like, fuck those mm. early episodes of garbage, let's get rid of them. Trust um, me, you don't want to go back to the beginning. But yeah, thanks for there's sticking two, around. Uh, there's two recap episodes that have literally everything good from those early yes. episodes. And, and you can that's hear the audio quality. All you, all you ever need to hear. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we were, we were learning how to podcast. Hmm. 
Well, look, uh, we're all stretched all over the globe these days, but uh, mm. when we first started doing this podcast, we were all in Sydney and we used to record out of uh, the same room for the first uh, first year or so. Yeah. So in Sydney New Year's news, uh, Sydney boasts to have one of the best New Year's fireworks display in the world. And mm. this year was uh, was no exception, except that uh, at the end when the big uh, light-up date came up, uh, it was the wrong year. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's a bit of a mess up. I yeah. Suppose. Yeah. You've got one job. Well, the committee said that it actually takes about 18 months to plan a fireworks display. So <laughs> they had planned it so long ago that it seemed like the next year would be 2018, not 2019. <laughs> but of oh, course, yeah, by the time it, it came around. Happy New Year 2018. That's funny. <laughs> we're, we've had some good New Year's Eve parties in Sydney. Mm. We've been in some prime locations. We've been very lucky. Yeah, I yeah. remember one year when we were right on the right on the Harbour Lavender Bay, and that was the year that the fireworks mm-hmm. display lit up the uh, the Harbour Bridge like a like a giant coat hanger, just to symbolise mm. Australia's lax stance on abortion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I look at uh, photos of Sydney now on on the internet, and I'm like, fucking hell, man! I did not appreciate like that when I was there. <laughs> Like I drove across the Harbour Bridge every day to get to work. And then now I'm yeah. just look, look the people. I mean, I'm looking at like, you know, professional photographers, photos of, of a place. It's a good looking place. And so, but when I see the photos, I'm just like, fucking hell, man. What a, what a great city. No, you, you're not missing anything. It's terrible. <laughs> I hate going to Sydney. Well, uh, yeah, I don't miss the traffic or the, uh, or the, you know, overcrowding, but people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it is very yeah. pretty. It's a very pretty place. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, just get rid of the traffic and the people and it'd be awesome. Then again, I look at pictures of Singapore and I'm thinking, oh, fuck, Singapore looks nice. Yeah, it looks nice. It's fucking hot here, though. <laughs> yeah, well, that's exactly it. Same with Sydney. Uh, like New Year's in Sydney. Oh, look, the fireworks are beautiful. And then I remember that the times that I have been in Darling Harbour for the fireworks and been like, this is fucking hell on die. earth. I am on did the you sun. See how, did you hear about how... Because the worst part of actually going to Sydney is actually getting home. Like, the trains weren't working. Ugh. Like, oh, after yeah, that, the fireworks. That, so that, that does always All suck. people just... Mm. Look, Matt, I'm the, same, I'm the same with your place. I mean, you, li- you live in Rhode Island, which is one of the mm. most beautiful corners of the world that I I've love ever Rhode been Island. to. But I went there in fucking springtime <laughs> and froze my goddamn balls off. <laughs> I think sure. you'll just freeze your balls off anywhere you go now after living in Singapore. Come here now, yeah, last night. Potentially. The- our fucking boiler shut off at some point during the night. So when the I fact woke that you up, you have to have a boiler. This is what I'm I, talking about. We woke up in the morning. The cats were like under the blankets. I was like, "What's going on?" And then uh, it was like the equivalent of about four degrees in our house. And yeah, I had to go down and and hit the reset button on the boiler, and then slowly yeah, pretty. Up. But that sounds fucking atrocious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and strangely enough, I didn't. I was like, "Oh, it's a bit chilly." I wasn't like. Fucking freezing. Gets in the negatives now before I even pop a coat on. You're talking about real negatives, like Celsius, right? Yes. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah 32 before Fahrenheit is zero. Before you put a coat on. Yeah. I'll pop a, like a, I'll walk around with a hoodie on when it's cold. You've acclimatized to the cold to the point where it has to be fucking absolute zero before you'll put a coat on. Yeah, I mean, the wind makes it worse, but generally speaking- it depends in on what Canberra, I'm doing. I can't get used to anything because it's either stinking hot or freezing cold, mm. and you just can't adapt. 
by the time you're starting to get used to it, it changes on you. Well, the last yeah. time I was in Canberra, Luke, uh, was the three of us there, and we were all mm. wearing jackets and kilts. So I actually <laughs> yeah, think that's, that's probably true. ideal Canberra attire because you've got the jacket on, so if it's a little bit nippy, you know, you're covered up. But if if if, if you're warming up, then you've got that kind of, you, you know, the flow. wind factor. Yeah. Yeah. You just kind of, you well, know, really, give the, give the you, kilt a bit of a shake and get some wind up there. Yeah. When you're cold, though, you don't really rub your legs. Your legs are fine. It's your arms that get cold. So you've got to get mm. that jacket there. Your legs, they'll look after themselves. Luke, if you want me to rub your legs, you need only Rub your one. chest. Your arms will take care of themselves. Oh, I'm starting to look for flights to Singapore right now. As a quote from Batman Begins. It was. I appreciate it. Speaking of Batman uh, yes. beginning mm. uh, and so on, um, there was one Batman uh, movie that made uh, quite a lot of money, uh, and that was the... Uh, the, the last of the of the trilogy, uh, mm. Dark Knight Rises, um, and it was the highest grossing uh, DC uh, film at that point. Uh, it no longer is because, uh, in classic Danness, um, <laughs> everyone fucking loves Aquaman but me. So uh, it made a billion dollars as of today, and I'm wow. fucking baffled. Is it actually good, or is it just people went and saw it? Luke, it's fucking. It's it's just. It's it's just a mess, man. Like, it's fine. And Jason Momoa does a perfectly good job of being sexy underwater Jason Momoa. But <laughs> what he, as as he does. Christ, yeah. man, like I don't, it's, it's just I, don't I don't know. It's it. just one of the things I think everyone's just going to see it, but I don't know if people are actually liking it though. I think Well Because even all the Batman like movies Justice League and everything have done well, but they're not good. I, mean, I haven't seen Aquaman. I don't think I know anyone except you, Dan, like personally, who's seen it because no one's bothered. Uh, so I, those well, numbers baffle me. Hey, well, that's what I mean. What's confusing to me is they're making a second one, mm-hmm. but isn't pretty much everyone else in the universe out? Isn't Cavill out and Affleck? Aren't they saying we're we're done with it? Cavill, no. Cavill's holding on to fucking the Superman reigns with both hands, as far as I can tell. Okay. But Affleck is out, isn't he? I think he wants to be. He seems like he just does not give a fuck anymore. I can't imagine mm. why he'd want to He's definitely not, not doing a standalone, but he might still be contracted to do a whole bunch yeah. of uh, crossover movies first. I have heard, though, that he was signed up to do three movies, and I think he might have, because he did... Suicide Squad that might have counted as one. <laughs> the post credit sequence in Suicide in the sorry, Academy Award winning Suicide Squad. Yes. <laughs> and then he was also in Wonder Woman. Uh was he Was he in Wonder Woman? They, I I disliked Wonder like, Woman so much that uh, I don't even remember fucking Batman being in it. And usually I remember if there's a Batman in a movie I'm, I'm watching. I thought he was anyway. Hmm. I could be wrong, but I thought it might have been one of those wasn't it a whole flashback movie? Or am I just crazy? I think I don't recall exactly. Photo. I mean, you are you are I just crazy. Heard the Louvre or something, and she's like, I heard the Louvre, and he walks in with a photo of her in from World War One. I. I think you're thinking of uh, Avengers, right? Not Avengers. Fuck me. Um, <laughs> you know what? Forget it. Forget <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. Well, speaking yeah. of Avengers, we don't care about DC. Speaking of Avengers, uh, I I did rewatch some stuff during the break. I, I watched a, quite a bit of stuff during the break, but I rewatched a couple of things. I just wanted to briefly. Uh, mentioned some films. We've already talked about them, but I rewatched mm-hmm. them, and I wanted to give okay. my impressions on a rewatch. The first mm-hmm. thing I rewatched was Thor Ragnarok. 
Okay. Fuck, that's a great movie. Now, I haven't seen movie. it a second time. I just remember loving it the first time. Does it hold up? It's fucking yes. excellent. Yeah. It's just mm-hmm. so good. And you know what? I watched well, it and uh, I put it on because I was like, my family was here. My mum was here and my mum liked it. <laughs> she said after so she said I, the next day, she goes, she said that was a funny movie. I, uh, she said that it was, it, was, it was basically a bunch of stuff that she would normally not like, but she did like it. Just because mm-hmm. it was funny and it was charming and it was it was just really well done, and yeah, I was like, there you go. "Yeah, okay." See, because I watched it again recently and I hadn't seen the first two Thor movies, and I went and watched them. Mm. They are terrible. Oh. oh, I mean, they're not good. They're, 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 they're not, not as good. They're not as good. They're not as good. Yeah, they're different. I'll give you that. I, I quite liked them at first, especially. I remember watching um, Thor two, and mm. there's, there's a sequence where the, the dark elves attack. Asgard, and I was thinking, "Fuck, man, this is what um the Phantom Menace should have been like." Okay, but okay, <laughs> imagine going from Ragnarok and going to watch them. Yeah, oh, sure. go backwards, sure. Yeah, they're very different. Yeah, yeah. they're very different. So yeah, th- uh, Thor Ragnarok, fucking what a great movie! Like, just yep. it's just a just yep. good. Like, I, I don't really have any faults with it. It's just solid. Like, it's funny and it's the, it's got a little bit of a uh, a message in there. Uh, that got. I don't know. One thing I just loved about it was the color. Yes. Yeah, it's. Just, I don't well, know why. Just it's a colorful movie. Yep. Because you fucking no, love is. comic books. You love comic book movies that look like comic books, and this one yeah. did. And and then I rewatched Infinity War. Oh, okay. I haven't gone back to watch that yet. Neither. Mm. Mm. Now, did you find it, Matt? Because I hear there's there's been this. A lot of people complaining on the internet that they can't find Infinity War on Netflix because it's actually under A for Avengers Infinity War, <laughs> not under I for Infinity War. I did not have that particular issue. I just I, I bought it on <laughs> iTunes because I, okay. I was in England. The flight from here to Dublin, which is six hours with Norwegian, has no entertainment on it. Nothing. Oh. Right? So uh, all I had was my phone. And so I played some games on the way to Dublin. And then when I got to England, I was like, fuck that. I'm buying mm. Infinity War to watch on, on the way back. So, so I didn't have that problem. Um, but that movie, like, it's fine, but it's, it's not good. Okay. In my All opinion. Right. Okay. It's a bit of a, whew, there's a lot of movie there. And it's, yeah, it's just well, not. Well, they have to tie in a lot of stories. It's just, it's just like a long. lot of characters. It's long and it's very. It's, it gets a bit tedious, to be honest. The second time, and they they skim over things, like like Spider Man. It's like, oh, he's Spider Man, and oh, Spider Man's going into space. Uh, give him a new suit. <laughs> All right, cool. Look, Spider Man's got a new suit now. Like, and it's just like, fuck. Matt, that right. that sounds like a Spider Man story that you might have written in in like year one. Yeah, but it's just like it's like fucking bam, 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 bam. Like okay, yeah, but then he's all sad at the end, mate. Who Spider Man? What I'm thinking of? It's a good, yeah, it's a movie full of nice off. little. He's fucking dead, of mate. Good little scenes, but as a whole, it's lacking. Yeah, it, it's a beast of a film. There's so much in there, and and I think I said at the time, it's a miracle. It's not worse than it is, considering <laughs> everything that's like crammed in there. But one thing it's I'm only half the film anyway, really, isn't it? Yeah, I know. It's just, I, I just on this rewatch, and especially the big battle at the end, the big battle at the end is fucking boring. Like, but I find with all of the Avengers movies, maybe with the exception of Avengers, although kind of with Avengers as well, they can only be so good. 
Mm. And the standalone movies have potential to be a lot better because they can hone in and focus on character Ooh. and plot. Whereas, where, whereas the Avengers has to just all be about plot. So there's three Avengers movies, uh, and each one of them has a big battle with a bunch of fucking rando aliens. <laughs> yeah. at yes. the end. I'm so like, sick of rando alien battles. Well, or robots in the case of Age of Ultron. It's just boring. Whereas yeah. you've got. Like in, in, even in Age of uh, in uh, Infinity War, there's some good fights with like the main bad guys, and then at the end, it's just like here's a bunch of like here's a swarm of of like weird creatures, and they're just gonna punch them. It's like and and boring. and and when that's happening, you sort of there's the story sort of stops, like it's just a big yeah. fight, everyone's punching, like yeah. it's not something interesting yeah. will happen, and then it's like cut back to mindless CGI garbage for ten minutes, and then it's just oh, it's, I don't know, could have done without it. Oh, look, on, on that like note, the- James Wan's publicly saying that it's a disgrace he wasn't nominated for uh, the best visual effects at the Oscars this year for <laughs> Aquaman. Personally. Yeah. He's been, yeah. <laughs> James Wan does everything, man. Yeah. He's an independent filmmaker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that means on his own. I hand animated that film. That's rotoscoped <laughs> by me in my bedroom. With Lee Whannell watching <laughs> from my bed. <laughs> James Wan... Stop complaining. Go make my Robotech movie. Uh, and then the other, the last one that I wanted to mention was Rogue One. I rewatched oh, Rogue One. So I've uh, I've also bought Rogue One on iTunes, and I'm waiting to go back into it. How did you find a second uh, viewing? It's good. Yeah, it's a good movie. It's got some silly shit in it that I was like, hmm, like that slug thing that can read people's minds. That I was like, why is that in there? <laughs> that could just that whole section could have just been removed. Like it's just weird. Do you know what I'm I talking don't about? Remember that? No. When they get the, uh, you know, um, uh, Forrest Whitaker's character, he they capture the Imperial pilot, right? Who's brought the message about the Death Star? Yeah. Yep. And then they don't believe that he's really defecting. They think it's a trap. So he puts him in with the 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 ball gullet, I think he calls it, and it's this stupid slug thing that can apparently read his mind. But it's really unclear I, how the fuck this I thing don't communicates that, to but... the rest of them, and then it's and then it's like, <laughs> oh, it's going to make him go crazy, and then later on, he's just not crazy. I, I don't mm. know. Just... I kind of remember, but I kind of don't. Just, I remember. It's just a whole sequence that didn't need to be in the fucking movie. Yeah, they don't trust him, and then they do something that makes him go the pilot go a bit weird after it. Yeah, but they still don't trust him, oh, so it's irrelevant. I do kind of remember that part of the story. They could have just uh, locked him in the a giant cell slug and- that reads your mind. Is fucking yes. stolen from Dune, so sure, yeah. Anyway, that whole thing could have just been taken out because they they don't trust him anyway, and they lock him up, and then you know Cassian and and that bust him out. So it's I don't know, it's just irrelevant. It's weird. I don't know why that's in there. Yeah, because the script probably went through five hundred revisions. That's that's why it's in mm. there. I bet. But anyway, yeah, it's a good but, movie. But yeah, like still, give us more movies like that. I agree. I uh, I was on a plane this week too. Uh, my plane had entertainment though, uh, mm. and there were a couple of superhero movies on there that I really wanted to catch up on: um, uh, Venom and uh, and uh, Ant Man and the Wasp. And I didn't watch either of them because I've literally <laughs> got I've got no desire to watch either of them. I haven't Neither seen of them look them any good at all. I do want to watch Ant Man and the Wasp just because apparently some stuff in there is relevant. We've talked about this before. Yeah, I to, think uh, we should all try to watch Avengers. it before we see... Yeah, exactly right, the new Avengers. Do you guys want to revisit an old segment? Uh, do I? 
Ooh. It's an old segment uh, which I've given a bit of a bit Does of a anyone twist. have their breasts cut off? <laughs> uh, it's not that one. Uh, it's an old segment. I've given it a bit of a twist for episode 300. Hopefully uh, okay. you'll enjoy it. Great. So listeners, uh, in case you don't know, this is, a, this is a little game that we like to play here on the podcast. Uh, well, I'm going to give the guys the name of a film. Um, for example, mm-hmm. the first film is going to be the film 300. Directed by Zack okay. Snyder. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I'll give you a description of the film uh, as, a, as a kind mm-hmm. of a bit of assistance in case you haven't seen it. Although you've probably seen 300. Uh, it's the story of King Leonidas of Sparta and a force of 300 men who fight the Persians at Thermopylae in mm-hmm. 480 BC. Mm-hmm. I've only seen the spoof version, This is the Spartans. That's probably fine. the same storyline. Yeah, I'm sure they're, that's fine. I mean, they're both based in historical fact. So Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Both Both basically documentaries. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, uh, and then Based, this time, uh, yeah. Uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you 300 taglines, and you just have to pick the correct one. <laughs> okay, then. Fantastic. Uh, so how many movies are going to we uh, are we going to do? Th- is it just the one? Uh, yeah, one movie, but the- 300 taglines. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You just got to pick the correct one. So let's get started. Sure. Um, great. Yep. Because uh, this might take. Are a while. you just going to rattle them off, and we just say, "Yep," when we think it is? Uh, or do we have to? Uh, do we, we have to wait, wait till you? No, you okay. Wait, we'll wait until you read. One, yeah. Just wait till the end, and then let me know which one okay. you thought was the sure. correct one. Yep. So the first got tagline it. is uh, for destiny. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The second tagline: This is where we fight. This is where they die. The next one. In the face of an enemy, in the heart of one man, lies the soul of a warrior. Mm-hmm. Uh, you might want to write these down, I guess, because we're going to be here for a bit. No, um, no, I got it, I got it, I got it. Okay. Uh, the next I one. I got this. War is hell, but peace is fucking boring. <laughs> that does sound like something Zack Snyder would have on a poster. <laughs> uh, the next one. What we do in life echoes in eternity. <laughs> uh, yep. The next yep. one. What gives men the will to fight hard, the strength to bleed long, and the courage to die well? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So we're about, what, 120 in now? Yeah. About that? This is taking longer than I thought. Don't second-guess yourself uh, now, Matt. Don't don't you dare second-guess yourself now. No. Well, you know what? Uh, do you want to just do this the, the, the traditional way, maybe, and we'll... Uh, Three? Bit easy, though, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. I think maybe I do. <laughs> I mean, I spent a lot of time on this, but I do now see the well, flaw. Is there a way that you could just say them this. all at the same time? Um, possibly. Uh, maybe I can edit that. Either. All right, Matt. How about this? Choose your favorite three. Yeah. All right. Sure. Uh, well, mm. Let's go with this. Uh, is is the tagline for the film 300, Seize Your Glory? Is it, there was a time when the world asked ordinary men to do extraordinary things? Or is it, this is where we fight? This is where they die. I'm okay. going to go with the third one. Yeah, so Luke, so you're going with the third one based on your knowledge of uh, the, the, the Wayans Brothers documentary, yeah, the, right? They have the big dance-off. Yeah, okay. All right. Well, I haven't seen that, but, uh, I, but I think you might be right too, and I don't usually like to just to jump on any bandwagons, especially Luke's bandwagons, but I, <laughs> I, I think it might be number three as well. Number three? Yeah, you're both correct. It is, in fact, yes. all right. number three. Um, I'll let you go first next time, Dan. Okay, sure. All right. 
You can jump and on moving on. Way. I'm actually, I'll copy you. Yeah, I am going to redirect back now to the traditional form of the segment mm-hmm. where okay. they are horror movies. Uh, the okay, great. Just a little special treat for you all. The uh, next, yep. the next film. Oh, I just got that. Oh my god. <laughs> well, I'm glad. I'm glad you eventually got it. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, oh, I'm an idiot. <laughs> Did you get the jingle as well? Yeah. Yeah. I'm just playing it again. Matt, before because- we go on, I just I just want to uh, don't don't make excuses for why you played it again because it's fucking great. Well, it, I'm um, never going to get to use it again. I, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's fantastic. It, it it reminds me a little bit, Matt. Have you ever listened to a band called Witch Taint? <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, okay. If you haven't, then you you should check it out. They've they've not the they've, not the taint I'm a, thinking of. Probably, mm, probably the taint you're thinking of. Oh, yeah. really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, apparently, in uh, in Europe, the there's no double meaning. <laughs> oh, but sure. uh, but it's an American band, so okay. You know, yeah. Which taint? I'll check them out. Yeah. The, They've got a they've got a song uh, called "Are You Ready?" and the lyrics are "Are you ready for death metal? No, you're not, and you never fucking will be." <laughs> All right, I'm on board. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought you might be. <laughs> All right, the next film goes by the name of Zombievers. <laughs> oh, God, an adult film is it? Movie. A fun weekend <laughs> turns into madness and horror for a bunch of groupies looking for fun in a beaver infested swamp. Okay. Is Fabulous. the tagline for Zombievers a different set of jaws? Okay. Is it C- clever? Clever. You'll all be damned, or is it mm. the beaver's back? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I'm going to go with the first one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I'm going to go with the second one. Luke, you are correct. Ah. Oh. Yes. What remind us? I was a bit worried because it seemed a little obvious. The, the tagline for Zombievers is. You'll all be damned. Oh, and it's damned. Damned. I yeah. get it. Oh, I see. Written down, I might have had a better chance with that one. Almost cheating. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> most certainly cheating if I was looking at the answer. True. And Luke wasn't. Mm. All yes. right. The next film is uh, a film by the name of Reanimator. Oh, which love it. Classic. Probably familiar with. Yes. Thought, thought you might be. Very familiar. Yeah. After an odd new medical student arrives on campus, a dedicated local and his girlfriend become involved in bizarre experiments centering around the reanimation of dead tissue. Yeah, they Is the are. tagline for Reanimator, the longer you wait, the harder it gets. <laughs> Is it, they tampered with nature, now they must pay the price. Or is it, he has a good head on his shoulders and another on his desk. Uh, I... I'm going to assume it's my turn to go first. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yep, absolutely. I'm going to say the first one. Okay. Okay. I'm. Uh, I'm going to go to the third one, but I often get Reanimator mixed up with Frankenhooker. Uh, <laughs> They're very much alike. Which is also and, a very good film. Um, so number three, uh, for you and then. there's there's a, there's a lot of yeah a lot of disembodied parts in that. So uh, yeah, I'm going to go number three. You're correct. It is. Oh, it is in it. fact, he has a good head on his shoulders and another on his desk. Yeah. Right. Someone goes to Dan. 
Uh, now you're both tied. Yes. Mm. So do you have a last one? We do have a last one, and I'm going to. I'm going to. Yeah. I feel like I need to rule that you can't pick the same one, <laughs> just okay. so that yeah, that's fair. You know, that's fair. Oh, oh I guess there can be a tie. There can be a tie because uh, this is just for funsies. Uh, the last film goes by the name of The Lift. Mm, okay. The Lift. Yeah. An elevator mysteriously begins to function intelligently on its own, where victims who go near the elevator or use it are killed. It seems like a uh, difficult plot to fill a 90-minute feature film with. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. I doubt this goes for 90 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> is the tagline for The Lift, hotel guests check in. But they don't check out. Is it, take the stairs, take the stairs, for God's sake, take the stairs. Or is it, nine people stuck on an elevator, one has a bomb. Hmm. Well, there was no mention of a bomb in, uh, in the synopsis. So no, that's, either, find the that's either an amazing red herring or, mm. uh, or this is a complete trick question. Luke, I'm sort of fifty-fifty between the first and the second because yeah, I, mean, I agree. The third one, you just write that one off. I, th- I think I'm going to take the stairs. I wanted to go that one as well, but to make it interesting, I'll go with the other one. I'll go with the first one. Well, gentlemen, are we both wrong? I'm just trying to see if I have. Dan wins. <laughs> Yay! Yeah. When you said, "Do you have a?" Did you mean, "Do I have a snare drum?" Yes, I was looking at the. Uh, the He's looking at your kit, going, "Which one's the snare?" Yeah, I need to use these. And that's often. for me. The problem with using these is that Jenna can't hear them on the uh, audio. So if I put a sound uh-huh. effect in, she has no fucking idea. <laughs> so she just doesn't know what to put there. <laughs> exactly. And that is uh, that was three hundred taglines of terror. Uh, well, mm-hmm. uh, I think yeah. let's uh, let's play the jingle one more time. I watched some horror movies this week, actually. Hmm. Uh, I watched two, at least two. Um, the first one I watched was uh, something that I, I just hadn't seen before, um, and it was the remake of A Nightmare on Elm Street. The one oh, from, I've seen I think, that. 2010, oh, yes. maybe. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't very good. No. But I, don't I wasn't it really expecting it to be good. But really, if you go back... The originals weren't really that good. Whoa. True, but it was Come charming on, in a way <laughs> that this wasn't. Uh, yeah. This one, the production was great. It looked beautiful. And there was some nice kind of uh, updating of, of the story. But mm. um, Freddy Krueger was just trying so fucking hard to be scary. And it's mm. like, dude, you don't need to try too hard to be scary. You're someone that can fucking kill people in their dreams. Like, <laughs> sure. Like, you could, you could just be wearing a fucking tracksuit. Right, and you'd be fucking terrifying. I'm still just happy he's a South Sydney supporter. <laughs> he is a South Sydney supporter. It's the guy yeah. from Watchmen, uh, Rorschach from Watchmen. What's his name? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's who Freddy Krueger is in that one. That guy just only plays fucking <laughs> monsters and rapists. <laughs> yeah. Life imitates art. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. And the other, the other film I saw this week is uh, also a remake. But mm. much more up to date. I saw Suspiria, the oh. remake of Dario Argento's uh, masterpiece of mm. Italian horror. Never heard of it before. <laughs> oh man! Okay. So 
Suspiria is a movie that I have a lot of love for, and I know mm-hmm. you do too. Yes. Um, in fact, I think we've we've watched it together, and we've certainly listened to the soundtrack together. Yes. By Goblin, <laughs> fucking amazing. Um, this this one has uh, Tom York from Radiohead doing the soundtrack, and I love oh, Tom right. York. And um, it's pretty good, uh, Matt. Have you ever tried to show somebody else Suspiria? <laughs> yeah. And mm-hmm. I showed Jenna Suspiria. I don't think she had mm-hmm. seen it. And I, I, Did actually, you try and show true. me? That might not be true. She may have seen it before. But yes, I have. And I'm always very conscious, self-conscious mm. when it's on that it, I'm, I'm like, it, it's very slow. And yeah. I- It asks I, I get a lot of the viewer. That, yes. And I worry that I'm like, oh, did I miss- Am I- Am I- did I miss the ball on this one? Yeah. And is, is everyone else not- enjoying this as much as I am? Probably yeah. not. And then I, and then um, I'm, I'm not enjoying it because now I'm worried that that like yeah, oh fuck yeah. I'm I'm forcing. And you suddenly to watch become it. aware of how slow it really is. And yes. you're like I don't know why this room is lit with a green and pink light. I just don't know. Yeah, but um, it, looks, it looks fucking awesome. Yeah, this uh, this remake fucking punishes you for watching it. Like it <laughs> okay. is fucking slow nonsensical and just hmm. fucking unrelentlessly gory wow and uh i dig it i i, I dig hmm. it but like okay. i was pretty aware that those around me uh Hui especially <laughs> who Not i into it. <laughs> dragged to to the one screening of it mm. ever one cinema on one weekend in the whole country uh and uh yeah she didn't like it as much as I did. <laughs> All right. But uh, I do employ you to go and see it. Yeah, no, I will. Make your own mind up. And uh, yeah, there's a lot to like about it. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I do There's love- some weird Should stuff I in there. I go and see it? Um, <sighs> probably not, Luke. Not for me? Probably not for you. Um, there's, there's something in it that I kind of want to talk about, but it might be a- Spoiler. Yeah, I want in the original. No, that's that's why uh, I want to talk about okay. it. There's an entire subplot that's been added to this. Because huh. um, the, the film follows pretty much the same story as the first one, but they've kind of shifted some characters around. They've split kind of one character into two. and hmm. But then there's a new character that was not in the original at all that I'm not entirely sure why is in this. <laughs> but I'm going to wait till you've seen it and then and then we can talk about it. All right, yeah. No, I will. I'll try and I'll try and watch it this week, so we can talk about it. Do um, well. I, I want to recommend a film, a horror film. If if you guys haven't seen it, we watched last night, uh, and I've been wanting to watch it for a long time because I heard it was very good. It is the Autopsy of Jane Doe. Have you guys seen it? Oh, I haven't seen it. You, I haven't heard of that one either. Dan, is fucking it watch it. It's it's yeah. from like okay. 2016, maybe. I remember it it it, it kind of showed up at um, might have been Sundance or somewhere. I just remember seeing stuff about it, like fuck, this movie came out of nowhere, and um, sure, and and it was very good. And so I've been meaning to watch it. Anyway, it's on Netflix, so I watched it. It's a horror film. I don't even want to tell you what it's about because I didn't know. I intentionally. Okay. When I first read the article about it, be about an autopsy of Jane, wouldn't it? Yeah. So mm. I'll tell you. I'll tell you what I knew, which is just okay. simply that the film is about two coroners, and a body comes in. It's a Jane Doe. They don't know anything about her, and they're performing an autopsy 
and they uncover a bunch of weird shit. And it's kind of like this mystery. Fuck, I'm in. And that's all I knew about it. And fuck, it's excellent. It's genuinely scary. Okay. All it's right. It's good. Yeah. I'm in. Listeners, do it. watch it. I've just done a search for it, and I it's not on Netflix in Australia, but Neither. it's on Stan. Oh, Perfect. okay. No, I'm going to have to get this from Italy. I thought it was kind of an indie film. It's directed by the guy who directed The Troll Hunter, if you've seen that. Like, a, it's like Norwegian. <laughs> yes, I have seen that. That's a good movie, that one. <laughs> it's weird, it's but it's It's a good. great movie. <laughs> yeah. So, it's that director, uh, and he's doing the, what was it, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark film that they're adapting that book. Oh, so, okay. Great. I thought Jane Doe was an indie film, and it is, but I was surprised that uh, what's the main actor is the guy who plays Stryker in the X-Men films. Do you know who I mean? Brian Cox. Yes. Oh, okay. I don't think Brian Cox is too famous to do an indie no, movie. No, no, no. You're right. He's not. It's just that I was like, oh, shit, is this a remake or something? Because I thought it was this Norwegian guy, and I was expecting it to be a bunch of people I'd never seen before. But, but no, no, no. It is, it is correct. It just surprised okay. me that he was in it. Great. Which, I mean, which is fine because he's fucking excellent. But Yeah, but man, like, Peter Ustinov is in Halloween. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Sure. Fucking Donald Pleasant's phone's in a bunch of Halloween movies. It's, f- it's weird seeing him in them, by the way. Oh, it's fucking Donald Pleasant. It's Donald Pleasant's I'm thinking about, not Peter Ustinov, isn't it? Oh. It's I thought you Donald meant the remake. Of course Wait, is Peter right. Ustinov dead? Yes, he is. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and so is so is, uh, so, Donald, so Pleasant's. Is Donald Pleasant's. Donald Pleasant's went first as well. <laughs> Donald dead. Pleasant's is fucking hilarious in the Halloween movies. Because it's like, yeah. I can't tell if he's trying or not. Yeah, like, I know. He's yeah. hamming it up, but is he having fun or is he just like, oh, fuck it. Like, I can't <laughs> tell. <laughs> he can't have been doing it for the cash, man. They would have had absolutely That's... no money on that. Yeah. He, he's already blowfilled by that point. Yeah, yeah, good point. He does, yeah, he does not need the money. He's, but I just can't tell if he's like hamming it up because he's having fun or because he's just got, he wants out. So. <laughs> Then again, he came back for fucking four of them, didn't he? He was, he was in three or four of them. Anyway. Mm. Peter Ustinov, definitely not in a Halloween, but he is in the 1968 movie Blackbeard's Ghost. So <laughs> I don't know why Google felt the need to tell me that. It's the story of that woman we talked about the other week who married a pirate. I assume so. Yeah. Directed by Robert Stevenson. That can't be real. Pirate movie directed by Robert Stevenson. Who's Robert Stevenson? Author of Treasure Island. <laughs> it's Robert Louis Stevenson, isn't it? You're right, though. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, yeah, fair enough. I've never heard it I mean, said I can understand. the middle name. Louis sure. Stevenson. I just, under, you know, I understand why the, why the kid got into pirate books or whatever, you know? <laughs> sure. Now, Luke, I don't mean to put undue pressure on you. Mm-hmm. But we did discuss you uh, doing a little segment. I don't quite have a segment, but I do have something that will come out naturally during the course of the show. All right. Is it your is it your penis? Oh, that's already out. Yeah. Okay. I thought so. Well, in that case, it looks like somebody else has watched something that I watched, mm-hmm. something mm-hmm. interactive mm-hmm. on Netflix. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'd love to know what you think I about think you it. might be talking about Black Mirror Bandersnatch. I am. I am. Have you seen this yet? How Luke? many times have you watched it? Uh, only the once. Only mm. the once. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same. So just just seen the one ending then, or one story. Well, I've well, seen one ending in that it allows you to kind of redo things a little bit. Yeah, it just keeps going on the fly. Yeah. So do you want to explain? In explain. Case listeners, I yeah, if yeah. Listeners mm-hmm, and Luke mm-hmm. aren't familiar with it. Dan, can you talk me talk us through it? Sure. Okay. Well, um, Netflix have been talking for ages that they wanted to do a 
a choose your own adventure movie um where they use uh they use the capabilities of netflix so that you can actually interact with the movie um mm-hmm. and I, I think the whole world basically went no, i don't think we want that uh <laughs> because when people watch tv and movies they, they really do just want to sit there and watch them uh, mm-hmm. but netflix were like no 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 hear us out hear us out it'll be good and so they it. went they went to I one like of the-, the idea behind it yeah sure i mean look and we're gamers we understand mm-hmm. interactive stories yeah. Um, so they went to Charlie Brooker, who is amazing and a genius and mm-hmm. also a gamer and a mm-hmm. screenwriter. Um, and and he made this show that's a choose-your-own-adventure show. Mm-hmm. And it's not, it's not that there are different endings per se. It's that you make your way to the same ending and get a oh. version oh, of really? the same ending. Well... There are variables in it, but it's it's not like mm. everything you do changes the story uh, in ways that doesn't True. still kind of get you to the same-ish ending. Now, with the whole idea of, like, with the whole choose your own adventure, is it, like, are there choices that you would actually make, or is it just... Uh, is it? I feel like at first they start out sort of... It's kind of like introducing you to the concept. So I think literally the mm. first choice you make is which cereal to eat for breakfast. And I don't yeah. know if that has any relevance later on. I feel like it does because I saw the cereal that I chose pop up every now and then. But I think maybe mm. that's literally the effect that it has. That might that's just be, just be kind of, of like a, yeah. little, a little nod. But then later on, I think things do have a bigger impact to a degree. Yeah, and they also they start becoming a more and more crazy fun choices, I guess. Yes. And once you I know. learned that, that if I got it wrong in in quotes mm-hmm. uh i could you know redo it then i kind of stopped stressing so about it so basically much like you it was yeah. like you were really reading a choose your own adventure where you sort of keep your thumb on the page just in case <laughs> yeah. you, uh, you die and you go back look like i don't I, think i saw every option i i i'm i'm certain mm. that i didn't but a lot of the major ones it does let you kind of check them out yeah okay yeah it won't let you kill yourself, basically, you know? <laughs> sure. Um, did I like it? I mm. liked it okay. I wouldn't watch another one, and I didn't go back and try to get other endings. I would have not liked it at all, except that the premise of it is about the technology of it. Yeah. And so I thought that made it kind of okay because there was a meta quality to it that made it a little bit better than just being a choose your own adventure story, which I don't really have any interest in. Uh, yeah, it's quite quite clever in parts. The yeah. Way that that yeah. But, but just like when 3D movies came out and, and, and people really, really wanted me to like them, I just didn't. I'm not sure that I'm on board with this as like a new thing that I want to see more of. No, I wouldn't want this all the time. This was I had fun with it and I actually mm. I I was pleasantly surprised by what it's about because yeah. yeah, correct. I was like, "Huh, like like this I find this fascinating, but like there's there's like do enough people find this subject matter interesting enough that this is going to be successful? That's interesting. I didn't I wouldn't have I wouldn't have guessed that. You know what I mean? Because it's about yeah. Well, the 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 basic story is about uh, '80s game development, like early 
video game development and it's, yeah. it's quite game theory centric and it's you know it goes into some okay. details about you know just how they used to make early video games and stuff like that which i was i i really enjoyed it but i was just like huh okay interesting like i guess maybe there are enough people gaming now that that they could go with something like that i just i don't know i just was surprised by the what it was about one thing i find weird about netflix doing this and they because they've tried to, they you know, the Minecraft uh, story games? So the Choose mm. Your Own Adventure, mm-hmm. Telltale games. Yes. They actually, you can actually play that on Netflix. Right. The first Minecraft game. That's right. You said you mentioned that the other week. And that's been out for a while, but they didn't really advertise that at all. Yeah. No, I, I didn't know until you told me. Yeah. And I don't know if they were maybe, they sort of started going down that path and then they sort of were already making the Borderlands, uh, not Borderlands, the um, Black Mirror Snatch, Border Snatch. Bandersnatch. And then maybe just, <laughs> you know. Bandersnatch, whatever it's called. It's it's Borderlands uh, and Bandersnatch. Yeah. Yeah. Just mashed together. Yeah. And, yeah, that's... <laughs> and then maybe went, we're too far down the path, we're just going to continue with it. Yeah. And maybe because, yeah, I still just find it weird with, like, the Minecraft story mode that they, no one knows about it. Yeah, I did. Like I said, I didn't until you told me. And uh, well, choose your own adventure. The company that publishes or published the books. I don't know if they still make them. Uh, apparently, they're suing Netflix now over. Huh. I've heard this, and because at one stage they won't in win. the actual they won't win. Uh, movie, they actually do say it's a, like a choose your own adventure yes, as well. I wonder so, if I wonder if that might mm. have. But you remember how I, the I Muppets tried to sue that Muppet spinoff and lost because. The judge ruled that no one actually watched that thinking it was the Muppets. I'm pretty sure they mm. could also rule that nobody watches Black Mirror Bandersnatch and thinks they're in the 80s reading a choose-your-own-adventure book. Well, it looks like the lawsuit is, it says, on at least one occasion before the release of Bandersnatch, Choose Co., uh, which is the company, sent a written cease and desist request to Netflix asking them to stop using the choose-your-own-adventure mark in connection with its marketing efforts. So okay. I don't know if it's about the fact that it's a it's a like a you know choose the story kind of thing, which it's because it's a different medium and it, and video games have the same shit. I don't know if you can. I, yeah. I mean, look, I'm not I'm not the fucking judge, but I don't know how they would go suing them for the concept. Uh, but hmm. if if it's about using the words choose your own adventure, then maybe they've got something. Yeah, valid. But, I'm really surprised they went forward and used that phrase. Because mm, yeah. obviously that's an infringement. Yeah, so maybe like I would, you, you're clearly ripping off the idea, like, and all you need to do is not mention it. <laughs> yeah, just- and then yeah, and even after they got like the the letter saying like don't do it, and they still go ahead and use that phrase. Mm. I think I think that's where they'll get in trouble because mm. there are other books that work like that. It wasn't those weren't the only books that no, worked that no, way. That's right. I mean, there were a lot fantasies. of fantasies. Yeah, and then. Um, there was that. There was the ones that they had at fucking Franklin's. The the books. Yeah. You know. The, yeah. With like the select the your own adventure. Yeah, whatever they were. <laughs> so there were there were yeah. a few of them. Yeah. But it's been happening in games forever, like the Telltale games. There was one called right. basically what you they choose are. the path or something like that. <laughs> that sure. was your poor man's choose your own adventure. So I don't know. I don't know how they'll go with that. Oh, uh, it'll be settled out of court. Yeah. We know it will be. Yeah. Fair. 
That's the thing that annoys me about these lawsuits. You never actually find out what really <laughs> happens at the end. Yeah, how dare they not? But everyone gets advertising out of it. Look, speaking of settling out of court, in our kind of milestone episodes, we like to bring back old uh, segments. Do we? Yeah, yeah, yeah we do. do. We really? Yeah, we do, actually. Um, and, of, and of course, we used to have it. We had a segment called Mark and Me. Uh, which was oh, Dave, yeah. our former host, who used to um, he he used to hang out with uh, Mark Hamill in the eighties, and he kept mm-hmm. a diary, um, mm. and he would read from his diary, mm-hmm. and that was a very popular segment. Um, <laughs> was it? Yeah, was yeah, it? it was incredibly popular. And then, and then, I you know, there've been some various, it. yeah, there's there's been some various spin-offs of that. I mean, I wasn't lucky enough to be um, hanging around with Mark Hamill in um, mm. in the eighties, but actually, in the late nineties, I I did meet uh, a Star Wars. Uh, cast Peter member. Mayhew and uh, well actually Luke it, it goes beyond that um, so if, if you don't mind I'd, I'd like to read a little bit out of my diary from about 20 years ago um, in a segment that I like to call Jake Lloyd and me <laughs> <laughs> Jake Lloyd and me please please do okay this is okay. a it's fascinating a- look into your childhood that, I, that somehow we've missed yeah 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 <clears throat> okay here, here we go In the summer of 1989, I was living abroad in Tunisia, having spent the previous two years serving in the French Foreign Legion. I'd enlisted in the Territorial Army in order to erase my permanent criminal record, one of the few, if only, perks of joining the Legion, after I was falsely accused of ingesting what the judge had called an impressive amount of methamphetamine and going on a three-day ice field bender resulting in the breaking of several local, some federal and one international law, allegedly. Mm -hmm. At a loss of what to do next, and with my addition to the child sex offenders registry holding me back from many of my preferred professions, I reluctantly took a job as a driver for a small film production company that was about to service an American film who was settling up production in the area. Mm. Okay, so on my first day on the job, I was assigned as personal chauffeur to the then nine-year-old child actor Jake Lloyd. Jake was a great kid, and I could tell from the moment I met him that he was going to be a big star. When we arrived on set, they were still setting up for the day, so Jake and I spent some time just hanging out, leaning up against the limo and sharing a cigarette butt. I asked him what the movie was that they were all working on, and he said that it was a prequel to Star Wars. He asked me what a prequel was. I told him I didn't know. He said he was playing Anakin Skywalker as a young boy. He was playing opposite this real smoke and piece of Israeli poon, his words, and he was pretty sure that he was going to get to bang her. After we film this one, he said, they're going to wait 10 years before they film the next one so that I'm old enough to play Anakin as an older kid. (laughs) And that's probably when I'm going to bang her. I asked him why wouldn't they just wait like a year or so and then film the next one with a different actor, someone the age of the character needs to be in the next film. He told me that it wouldn't make sense if more than one actor played the same character. (laughs) At the end of the day, he came back to the car and uh, we started out for the hotel where he was staying. He told me that he'd spent the whole day working with a fantastic actor, a guy called Ahmed Best, said that he thought he was really going places, said that he and Best were going to be next level famous, his words. Mm. Apparently, the director was really impressed with the way they worked together and even let him write some of their own lines. Ahmed came up with a great one, he told me. Instead of excuse me, which the script said, he said, excuse me, instant classic. I then suggested that we should add a little humor to the scene and Ahmed should step in shit. The director said it was the exact kind of tone he wanted for the film. <laughs> As we pulled up outside his hotel, Jake asked me, what's a trade embargo? I told him I didn't know. <laughs> Over the coming weeks, I ran lines with him as we drove to set each day. Apparently, they've added this great bit where you find out that Anakin was actually one, the one who built C-3PO. 
It's part of this whole thing he told me where everyone in the galaxy is like related or knows each other in some way. I asked him why that was a good thing. He told me it was like poetry and that it rhymed. <laughs> I started thinking back to the old Star Wars movies and remembered something about 3PO speaking 7 billion languages or something. I asked Jake if that was part of the plot to the sequel. You know, the young Anakin learning billions and billions of languages so he could program each one to the robot's mainframe. He said it was implied, but they didn't specifically go into it in the film. But the audience <laughs> will know, he told me. They'll, they'll know. He asked me what a vote of no confidence was. I, I told him I didn't know. <laughs> One afternoon, I picked him up and he was on a high. We filmed a pod racing scene today, he told me. At first, I didn't know what a pod race was, but then right in the middle of the take, I realized and I said, this is pod racing. I was worried <laughs> I'd ruin the scene, but the director said that it was okay and he was actually going to leave it in. He said it was the exact right tone he was going for for the movie. I asked Jake if he had any spoilers that he could share. He said I could ask wherever I wanted to. Of course, the first thing I wanted to know was who was Anakin's dad? No dad, he said. And I was like, well, how can you do a prequel to one of the most famous movies of all time that focuses on the childhood of the one of the most iconic villains in cinema history and not even add basic story elements like finding out who his father is? I mean, that would really help us get a sense of his character, right? I mean, like the why he is the way he is. Jake told me that the director didn't care about superfluous details like that. I just appeared in my mum's belly, he said. I, I told him it didn't work that way. He asked me how it did work, and I told him I didn't know. <laughs> when I picked up Jake that afternoon, he told me it was going to be his last day on set. He said the director had decided that he didn't want to make films in real-life locations anymore and was taking everyone back to the studio to film in a green screen. I asked him what a green screen was, but he told me he didn't know. But apparently all the sand in the Tunisian desert was really making things hard for the crew. It's coarse and rough, he told me. It gets everywhere. He leaned in <laughs> towards the radio, turned down Lincoln Park, and whispered, Everywhere. <laughs> we drove on home in silence. I dropped him off, knowing it would likely be the last time I ever saw him. He took a few steps towards the hotel entrance, and then he looked back and asked me, What's a phantom menace? And I told him I didn't know. <laughs> so that's my uh, it's, uh, wow. part of my life that I'll always look back on. Wow. That's amazing. That was, yeah. that was very good. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I will be honest, I was a little scared. But that was very good. <laughs> I was very scared. Yeah. You thought it was going to be about fucking raping Carrie Fisher in the ass, didn't you? But no, it wasn't. And I'm thankful for that. <laughs> well, I've got, uh, I've got a little, uh, another game we can play. I, so I've put in a, a bit of effort this week uh, uh, and I've, I've come up with another <laughs> segment. No, no, no. I just, I just worked really hard on these and I want everyone to, to really appreciate. Um, yeah, of course. Of course. The, you know what I did. So I've got, I've just got some... Um, it's kind of like, I guess, 300 related trivia or, or, or like trivia questions. <laughs> yeah, to great. Yeah. So um, uh, I'm just going to ask you some questions and, and you have to give, you know, just kind of see if you can figure out what the answer is. Um, okay. So I got this. All right. First question. What is a perfect score in bowling achieved by rolling strikes in all 10 frames? It'd be 100, wouldn't it? No. Oh, you got to, yeah, no? there's a multiplier, right? Oh, there is two. Yeah, so every time you get so, a strike, points don't add up until the next time, and I never quite understood why. Hmm. So it'd be 200 then. No. I mean, I mean, I haven't heard the jingle yet, but uh, I'm going to guess 300 <laughs> and uh, oh, see if got, I'm right Dan's on the money. Got it. Dan's okay, got it. all right, good. good. I'm good, good at this. Yeah, good at this. All right, next question. Damn it. So yeah. that's a point to Dan. Sorry, I just got to Great. make yeah. a note of that. And then Luke is the other guy's name. There we go. On zero, Matt. Matt, did yeah, you yeah, write no, zero I got that. next to Luke? I yeah. got that. Yeah, I got a little zero there. Yeah. 
what is the number of seats in the Hellenic Parliament? This one's a bit tricky. Um, oh, the Hellenic. So that would be the Greek yeah. Parliament. That's that's right. Yeah. How many seats in the okay. Greek Parliament? Do you guys? Oh, goodness. Um, well, I go to the Hellenic Club in Canberra. Okay. Do they have? Yeah. Oh yeah, they probably have a bit have of. And there's Uzo, probably a, do you? a few thousand in there. Really. A few, a few thousand yeah. people in the, in the in the Greek in the club. club seats. Mm. Yeah, but, but are they, are they all MPs club. though? Are they? No. Okay. How many of them do you think no. might be MPs? Maybe one. Okay. Mm. So Luke's going for one. I'm going to go okay. for yep. uh, around three hundred. Oh, yep. Dan's got it. Hey, all right. Okay. Wow. On a I'm roll. impressed. I'm impressed. Too far. All right. All right, this is this is my round. I got this. All right, this one, this one, uh, it's a little bit of a, a little bit unfair because we actually did. They made a film uh, of this, and we did talk about it earlier. And I think mm. uh, I think maybe it comes up in the film at some point. But how many Spartans resisted the million Persian invaders during the Battle of Thermopylae? Oh, you, do you remember that? Um, I, if I remember correctly, in the movie I watched, it was about thirty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In, this is Sparta. Yeah, uh, that, I remember there was. Uh, there was the Scottish guy from Dracula 2000. That's right, was, yep. And, and there was David Wenham. Yep, they so both literally least... were there back then, which is just amazing. <laughs> yeah, that's right. David Wenham fucking mm-hmm. representing Australia at the Battle of Thermopylae. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> um, in the movie, I saw Hercules was in it. Oh, okay. So there's Hercules. As well. So I guess that's about yeah. 300 in total. 300? Yeah, okay. Damn, wow. Whoa, wow. okay. All right. Impressive. I think that I'm going to accuse Dan of cheating. I don't know. That's three, three in a row. Only, mm, okay, it is a little suspicious, but um, well, let's see if we can get this one. Um, what number follows 299 but precedes 301? Now, be, think about it carefully because there's two. You've got to keep bear in mind there's two two kind of factors there. Mm-hmm. 299. Yeah, it's after 5. that, but it's before 301. 0. 0.5. 0. 0.5? Mm. Yeah. 299.5. Got it. I cannot lose. Dan? I, I, mean, I, don't, I don't like to jump on any bandwagon, least of all Luke's, but I, I think 299.5 is higher than 299, but fewer than 301. So I might mm. go for 299.5 as well. Yeah, I see. I see there's a bit of a flaw in my... I maybe should have mentioned like a full <laughs> integer or something. Also... Yeah, because you didn't mention the decimal point. I've just so noticed... I'm- I've just noticed something and I think maybe maybe I didn't think this through enough. I maybe have done this wrong because... I don't know. You may, I don't, you probably didn't notice. But the answer to all the questions actually has been 300 so far, which... Oh, shit. Does that mean we got the yeah. last one wrong? Oh, that's it does. It does. Uh, so how about... Yeah, no, look, I've, I've balls this right up, but I think I can salvage it. How about we instead play this little game I've got over here called Truth or Get Fact? <laughs> I don't have a jingle for that yet. <laughs> oh, let's go. But this is also 300 based, and I'm going to give uh-huh. you uh, a fact, and you have to tell me if it's true or false. This might work better. Okay. So, you need to tell me, is was Stephen Hawking born... On the 300th anniversary of Galileo's death. Is that true or false? Oh. False. <sighs> Certainly a good story. Um, I'm going to go with true. All right. Dan is correct. 
Hey! <sighs> that is true. So I'm going to split these up because I feel like I mean, Dan obviously won the first uh, the the, the mm. first trivia. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 But we'll like, you can never take that away from me. You know what no, I mean? I wouldn't. Yeah. Wouldn't, wouldn't try. You would. No, it's a win. Probably injure format. me severely if I tried. Yeah. Um, all right. Next question is: uh, According to the Bible, Noah's Ark mm-hmm. was 300 cubits in length. Is that true or false? Oh, true. Oh, I I think 300 cubits. Is a is quite long. Oh, is it wrong? I, is I, it false? Well, I mean, well, that's the question, said, Luke. Already, is it is it true or is it false? Answer. I already said true, so I'm gonna. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna cubit cubits about a foot. Uh, I'm gonna go false. No, eight, I think it's more. I think cubit. it's more about. I think it's more in the fifty cubit range. Is there a seven in the answer? The answer is three hundred cubits, Luke. You were oh. correct. Oh, I was right. Yep. Apparently so. Apparently the Bible. It's a pretty says- big arc, man. I mean, how many animals did he have in there? All of them. Two okay, of all of them. Fair. Two of all of them. Okay, that's yeah, a lot. apparently. Oh, well, that's, that's what it looks like in all the pictures I've seen, all the photos I've seen. Two, two of every kind of the six million species of beetle. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay. They're small. Well, so I mean, they don't take up a lot of room. That alone. Yeah, I know, but stacked up, man. Mm-hmm. That's at least yep. a cubit's worth right there. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> all right. Is this true or false? A year on Mars is only three hundred Earth days long. True or false? Mm. False. You would know. I don't see I why guess. it can't be. Yeah, that's yeah. true. But 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 I I think Luke's going just, there. I think Luke's being you. negative. So I say mm. true. Fuck it. Be three hundred days Mars. Luke is correct. It's false. <sighs> a year is uh, well, a Mars year is six hundred eighty-seven Earth days. But like oh, Mars days are different. But. But Earth yeah. days, it's six hundred. To be clear, you're only saying the phrase "Earth days" uh, in this example. You don't. Hours. You don't always say "Earth days" when you talk about days, right? Why wouldn't I, Dan? Fair, fair. <laughs> anyway, let's move on so we can get uh, this quiz finished. This Earth day, if you add all of the <laughs> integers from one to twenty-four, you get the number three hundred. True or false? Ooh, what's an integer? A number. <laughs> A whole number, not a okay. decimal. See, that's I dropped the ball in the yeah, earlier see, question. You gotta, you're going to get, you're oh, gonna get me this time. For, yeah. <laughs> uh, sure, why not? I'm going to say yes. That's true. I'm just going to go false. Just try and take the win. So Dan's saying true. Mm-hmm. It is true. Hey, all right. <sighs> 300 is the number of pegs on a cribbage board. True or false? This is that thing that we haven't uh, really watched, isn't it? Cribbage? Is that that thing from Harry Potter? <laughs> no, that's Quidditch. <laughs> but, oh, okay. Uh, it does sound similar, so fair enough. Uh, well, in Quidditch, there was only one ball, so I'm going to say false. No, there was more. Yeah, no, were- no, you're wrong. <laughs> there was one golden snitch, but there were three balls. Oh, Bludges okay. and So you're going for three, else. I'm going for one. Matt, what's the answer? I'm going to go true. And then, sorry, so Luke's saying true, Dan, you're saying false? Oh, I'm saying false. Yeah, unequivocally false. You are correct, Dan. It is false. Oh, yeah, it's a made-up game. Son of a Absolutely bitch. made up. Apparently it's not real. Apparently 60 on a traditional cribbage board and 120 mm-hmm. on a modern cribbage board. I don't know, I don't know also, what cribbage it's is. Fiction. I just found that fact. Is cribbage that thing that the old man plays in Pi, Darren Aronofsky's first movie? I don't know. I don't mm-hmm. know. Write in, listeners. Podcast at multiplenergasm.com. Hmm. Mnergasm True or on, false? Uh, True or false? In the year 300 AD, an Indian sage named Vatsyayana produced 
the Kama Sutra. True or false? Ooh. False. You don't know a lot about it. Um, who's <laughs> to say you didn't? Yeah, I'm going to go true. Oh, Dan. Dan wins. Dan, oh. Oh, we've got that correct. We can go. Uh, look, yeah. I'll give, we'll give a look at Skip chance. Skip straight to chapter 22, the crisscross water buffalo. Thank me later. <laughs> last answer, Last question, winner takes all. Ooh. Oh, all right. Okay. Well, I'm a betting man. All right. So it comes down to this. The average sexual session burns around 300 calories. True or false? Okay. Before false. any of us answer. It burns about four. Is it, is it an, the average, average person's average sexual encounter or is it yes. one of Luke's quote unquote bizarre <laughs> <laughs> marathons? Yeah. The average sex session, which according to the, uh, the data that I have. Okay. It's 300 calories. Wink, wink. Is about six minutes. Six minutes, is it? Okay. I'm sticking That's the with average. my false. That's the average. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I reckon I could burn 300 calories in six minutes. Sure. Looks like, uh, looks like Luke sneaks up and, and takes the oh. win. Yes. The, you, the, you're the, saying I couldn't, Matt. You're saying I couldn't burn <laughs> 300 calories. Six I'm minutes of hard fucking. That's apparently that's an old myth. And uh, the sci- scientists, a scientist looked into it. He looked into it real yeah, hard. Yeah, he looked into it he, all right. Uh, and he, he found that, uh, that you could only burn off around 20 calories, which oh, I don't know. Wow. He wasn't minutes, doing it right, man. No, apparently not. All right, so I guess Luke wins truth or get there you go. fact. You I could bring it back. Yeah, I guess I really need to think about these segments a bit harder in future. Yeah, if you wouldn't mind. Why? Because I won one? No, no, just <laughs> <laughs> no. Just they all went a little bit, a little bit awry. Strange. Never mind. Never mind. Yeah, that's all right, mate. Don't be too hard on yourself. Anyway, um, let me know. Look, let someone me know what else, you think, listeners. Podcast at multiplenerdgasm.com, yeah. Nerdgasm on Twitter, Multiple Nerdgasm on Facebook. Head to patreon.com slash multiple nerdgasm if you enjoy the show and you can support us for as little as $1 a month. We really appreciate it. And big thanks to all our patrons for uh, helping us to get here today to number yeah, 300. Absolutely. Look, speaking of other guys who aren't being too hard on themselves, um, you, you guys been following the Randy Pitchford thing this week? Oh, God. I've caught bits and pieces of it and it still confuses me quite a lot. Yeah, me too. Let's break it down. Matt, you're level-headed. Can you... <laughs> Can you tell us where this whole thing started? Yeah, so, <clears throat> well, Gearbox mm-hmm. uh, software, uh, they yep. made Borderlands and uh, yep. the infamously bad Aliens Colonial Marines. They are currently, <laughs> yep. apparently, embroiled in a lawsuit with their former lawyer. Yeah. And Wade Callender. Yes, and it's gotten a bit, a bit dirty, to be honest. Yeah. It, I mean, phew. so... He's now claiming that, uh, well, I mean, he's, I, I'm not sure the full extent of the lawsuit. I, I think there's other stuff in there, but the, 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 the stuff that's become newsworthy is that he's claiming Randy Pitchford, head of uh, mm. Gearbox Software, uh, who, who, you know, we, we know and love, yeah, uh, is, mm-hmm. has been carrying around underage pornography on a USB stick that he left at a fucking medieval times restaurant. And as long, along with a bunch of sensitive corporate documents, yeah, and uh, and that he's been having parties that they call peacock parties, where it's oh. a, a bunch of people get together and adult male guests expose themselves to minors, uh, as in children, not as in people who mine. 
They might mind the people well. in WA. It's more it, for the amusement of Randy Pitchford is how it's worded. Yeah, too. It's that's all, it's, right. And, like he's sitting up on a throne. Yeah, and there's just rows of of grown men in tuxedos, I'm assuming, and masks, uh, and then rows of kids, and then on on the drop of Randy's handkerchief, all zippers go down, dicks come out, and yeah. Randy claps his hands and laughs. Now and look- this all sounds a bit a bit fantastical, except that Randy's kind of come out and said, "Well, that's partially true." Y- yeah. He, sort of. He he said, "Yeah, saying, I did. I did leave a. I did leave a USB full of sensitive yeah. information and some pornography um, at medieval times." Uh, but he says the pornography uh, was "quote unquote" barely legal. Yeah, and uh, not actually underage. And he says the reason that he saved it and put it on the USB stick is because if you don't know Randy Pitchford, he he is. Uh, he's very interested in magic. He does. He does magic. Mm, he is. If yep. you've ever seen any of his panels or anything at PAX or, or wherever, he does a lot of magic tricks. He's friends with like Pendulette and, and those guys. And I think I remember seeing him at the second PAX in Australia. Yeah, and he always does a little magic he's trick, magic right? doing some yeah. magic. Yeah. yeah, and yep. Apparently, in this video, this barely legal teen uh, <laughs> does a, does a, a female ejaculation thing. That he was mm. like, well, that's not real, and I want to figure out how she did it. Oh, so, so this is so what he's claiming is that this is an episode of Penn and Tenner's Fool Us gone completely yes, wrong. Yes, yeah, and so he saved it so that he could try and figure out how she she performed this magic trick as as he saw it. That's what he he said this on a podcast apparently recently, <laughs> and then he that's left what the you USB would say stick though, at the restaurant, it? and then went on holiday, and then while he was away, some someone at Medieval Times found it, saw what was on there, contacted Gearbox and said, if you want this back, I want a bunch of free shit. And so they <laughs> they said, fine, gave him a bunch of free shit. He turned over the USB stick while Randy was away and then everybody in the office had a look at it. And and now this has happened. You see, the whole- No, I stopped looking at me I have with this. <laughs> one of the things I have a problem with is if it- is true and it was underage. Mm. Why has no one contacted the police over this? Yes, and even the peacock parties. Like, why has no one yeah, gone to the police? Well, that's just hearsay, really. The guy's just saying this happened. I don't know that. I don't know that yet. Anybody's coming. And also, I don't want to sound like you know, like I, I, I mean, yeah, I, I, I am no, a fan of Randy. Is, have been a fan, but if he did this, uh, then uh, fuck him. Court right? and filing a lawsuit that this stuff is happening. Mm. Yeah, I mean, look, if this is true, then you know. He, I do not. It's I do fucked. not support him. But do not support. <laughs> it does sound very far fetched to me. And yeah, why is no one worded in this article? This? Randy had a selection of underage pornography on a USB, like a selection, like he's a connoisseur. Mm. I mean, only the finest. We don't know if that's true or not. And and also, as look, part we of don't know if female ejaculation is true or not. I mean, let's be no. honest. We've discussed it on this podcast before. Some people say it's a real thing. Other people say it's just women pissing themselves. We don't mm. know. And look, uh, this article previously, and I guess a lot, of, a lot of people previously were bringing up. There's a tweet from David Eddings, who was former <laughs> Gearbox yeah. vice president, uh, the voice of Claptrap, uh, someone we've also met, uh, said <laughs> he just tweeted, "It's true," and with no context, and everyone was like, "So he is a pedophile." Which, which part of it's true? He's since tweeted again with another tweet that says, "Liar, tick, con man, tick." Perv, no idea. 
So, no. Mm. He he wasn't talking about the porn. In other words, he didn't say anything. Yeah. Yeah. So, shock. Uh, this just all seems very weird to me. Yeah. I don't understand it. Look, here's the thing. I, I think, you know, like this this guy's been let go and he's being sued and uh, he's trying to save some face. He's coming back with a, with a countersuit. And, yeah, and, but and, and to me, if you're going with a countersuit, would you go in and lie and call someone a pedophile? Well, here's the thing. He's not lying. The, all of this really happened. The only thing that's different is that he's saying, as far as he knows, uh, the, the pornography that Randy admits to having on that USB was underage and, and Randy says it's not. Randy could have mm. just said, though, here's, here's the thing I think. Randy could have just said, yeah, there was porn on there. I look at porn uh, because I'm a human male. And, Which is uh, what he said. Yeah, but but he he said that he was only watching it because he wanted to figure no, out like a he magic said he trick. He saved it because of that. He did. He actually did say, yeah, yeah he watches porn. Yeah, he, he yeah. discussed it on a podcast. He was being very open to the fact of watching porn. Yeah. But the, the, it's not just the USB stick, it's also the peacock parties. Yeah. It's so far-fetched, right, that I'm like, I want to th- say, well, that, that can't be true, right? That's, that's, that's just crazy and disgusting. But then why would you make that up? Like, mm. that's a fucking crazy thing to make up. Yeah. Has he commented on the peacock parties? No, I don't think so. No. Well, he, 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 he did comment and say, uh, hang on, where is it? He just said- Oh, yeah. The- he, he basically just said it's bullshit. Uh, mm. And he's disappointed that- Oh, here we go. Randy is shocked by the meritless allegations brought up by a former friend and colleague to whom he's extended his personal funds multiple times to help him purchase a home, a car, and even fully finance his tuition and expenses for an executive MBA at Pepperdine. So he kind of- Okay, there you go. A bit of a jab at him there. Um, if you've been invited to a peacock party, write in uh, multiple nerdgasm, et cetera, et cetera. Detail. Podcast at multiple nerdgasm.com. And we will forward your information on to the police. Which <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that's the one thing. Like, if someone knows all this, why don't you go to the police? Why do you sit on it? Yeah. Oh. I'll tell you what. <laughs> why don't we? Uh, why don't we have our own peacock party over yeah. here in the um, in the after party? I like the way you, you think. Wanna... Are we going to after party already? Yeah, it's, we've been in a, it's an hour and 20 minutes, man. Can, can we just hold on one sec? Because uh, there's, there's something that happened this week that I, that I really do want to talk about on the, on the made podcast uh, and not just right. leave it to... Uh... Way over time, though. The listeners don't deserve this. But oh, all that's right, true. I'll allow You know it. what? Yeah, but no, I want no. to discuss one more thing as well. Well, and then... I asked you earlier. Come on. <laughs> I know, and I said it'll come out naturally, and we haven't got to the segment which it will lead from. <laughs> All right, fine. Is there a, so so you actually need two more segments is what you're saying? Yes. How long are we going to be what, here? <laughs> what's the segment you're trying to get get happening? Geek it away. Okay, good. That's what I'm going for. All right, Matt. All right. Suck sweet, it. good. So um <laughs> look, if, if Randy if Randy really is a pedophile, then um I hope he burns in hell. Mm-hmm. Um and it's always sad to to see a hero fall. And this mm. this week is no exception because um we've got a geek of the week, guys. So uh, William Morgan Shepherd um, has passed away. Uh, no, uh, let's oh, not let's not spread not that rumor. My bad. My bad. Yeah, Sorry, I, I mean, I, look, I, for all I know, he might have been, but uh, <laughs> I've been I've been cautioned by our legal team that I'm not allowed to unduly and with no evidence um, accuse people of being yeah. pedophiles on this podcast anymore yeah. <laughs> because of all the times I did in the past. Um, right. Just steer clear of so, that. Uh, yeah, yeah. But William Morgan Shepherd. Um, I know his voice 
uh, I, uh, incredibly well. Mm, I've listened to 400 of hours do. of his voice <laughs> um, because he the is game. the narrator of, of Civ Five, and uh, he has an amazing voice and I'll, mm. I'll miss him. Yeah, you've probably listened to hundreds of hours hundreds. of his voice. Yeah. Luke, hundreds. Um, yeah. If anyone also played that really shithouse Monkey Island game that came out like 99, 2000 called Escape from Monkey Island, uh, he was in that too. There you so, go. So, uh, you might have heard him there uh, as well as, uh, actually, I don't know who he played. One of the pirates. <laughs> <laughs> I remember but, that um, game being as bad as all that, but. It was. It absolutely was. Okay. Um, you just didn't want to believe right. it. William probably, Morgan Shepherd, you're our Geek of the Week. I should have asked Luke's permission before I played the jingle. Sorry, Luke, you okay with this? Yeah, no, he, he's got this. All right. Good. Thanks, yeah, Luke. Good, yeah. good. I'm glad to see it my way. Yep. Yeah. But yeah, so, because I know we're running out of time now, mm. and so I, I am bringing back sort of a segment that I have had in the past. Interesting. Okay. Bringing back like one of your own giving segments. Away, yep. Me giving away crap that I have lying around my house. Oh, fantastic. Oh. I haven't done this in a while. Mm. But I'm also going to have a bit of a spin on it as well. I'm introducing our own Deadpool. <laughs> okay. okay. So we remember last year where I called Stan Lee's death months in advance. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. Suspiciously, yeah. suspiciously far yeah, in advance. that's right. I gave everyone plenty of warning that was coming. So <laughs> Don't I, say I'm, warning. I'm not Stan. <laughs> <laughs> So, I have a prize okay. sitting right here. Mm -hmm. It is a Star Wars keychain collection. Oh, okay. Not what just a Star Wars keychain, a fucking a collection. collection of Star Wars keychains. It's a collection. It's, it's, from the it's from the Star Wars Clone Wars, the cartoon. Oh, even uh, better. I just lost interest. So. <laughs> now, go on. So, I, I, this, I've got a lot did, of we're, keys. We're but... included in this as well, this competition as well. Are we? That doesn't seem fair. Yeah. It's it's fair because you have to predict someone who's going to die, and the first one who's right, right. that isn't also <laughs> implemented in the person's demise will win. Okay, you think I'm going right. to murder someone to to get some oh, keychains to it? Show yeah, I don't yeah, watch. So that's fine. Cheat. I'm just making I'm making sure that's a rule. Okay, is this multiple choice or can we name literally anyone in the world like Death Note? No, you can have two. <laughs> okay, two. All right, uh, two. Two guesses. Now, I, I, I will start. Uh, I, can I guess the, the person you're gonna you're gonna open with? You can. Yes. Uh, I, are you, are you gonna say Harrison Ford? Because I swear to God, Luke, if you do, he's not my number one. Okay. <laughs> but he's my second choice. <laughs> okay. okay. Who's back your number up. one? Sean Connery. Oh. Okay. Yeah, he's looking. Yes, it's true. Well, he's not looking at anything. He hasn't been seen in a while. <laughs> sure, sure. Too busy uh, slapping women sometimes. Just one, open-handed. They want the last word, and you give them the last word, and uh, they just won't let it go. That, that, that's what I'm putting forward. Sometimes so it's warranted. You guys? All right. Okay. I can pick, have two I as well. Now. You can put me on the spot. All right. Um, <clears throat> let me have a think. Look, there is an actor that I've been waiting to die for quite some time. <laughs> And that's Kirk Douglas. Ooh, okay. Sure. Because Kirk Douglas is over 100 years old now. And don't get me wrong. I think there's a big call, He's though, in incredible shape. Still... But yeah. how long can you possibly oh, that's last? That's a good one. That's a good one. 
Okay, so I'm making notes of this. I'm going to go... I'm going to skew the the other way, sort of. And I'm going to go... Oh, you're going to choose a child. You're going to choose a child. Well, a former child. Oh. <laughs> Actor. I'm going to go with Corey Feldman. Oh, yeah, I see. I see. I'm going to go with Corey Feldman. And I'm not going to be no, happy forget, about it, you get two. but I'm going to go with Corey Feldman. Yeah, I've got a second one up my sleeve that's along the Corey Feldman lines, actually. Okay. Um, can I nominate my number two? Yes. My number two, Charlie Sheen. Ooh. Ooh. Dead of AIDS. Oh, that's a good Literally one. Literally dead yeah. of AIDS. That's right. He will be geek Does of the week really when he goes. Does he really have AIDS or did he make that up? No, no. He really has AIDS. Do we know he that He got it though? from he, he... a transsexual prostitute. Yeah. Well, I know he said that. But well, why would you say that if that's not true? <laughs> because he said all sorts of weird shit. Yeah. Oh, I got yeah. another one. I got another one. This one's fucking dark as well, though. Because go on. Kevin Spacey. Oh, guys, did you see what Kevin Spacey did this week? The video. Yes. That's what I mean. He's. I think he's. You think he's going to get murdered? I think he's going to... No, I, well, I think he's gone off the rails. I'm worried he's oh, going to... Oh, you think I'm he's going to... I mean, he's going to hurt himself. Fair, fair. Well, someone will hurt him. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking... Whew. Yeah, he made that video right, so just to... as his character from House of Cards. Just posted it on his YouTube about Even how... Even he... he's been fired from House of Cards. He, video he says that's a conspiracy. He actually says in it... Because they, they wrote him out of the show and said that he was dead. And uh, in the video, he actually says... Uh, did you actually see the body? Don't believe everything you hear. Yes, he's he's gone weird. Gone weird. <laughs> he was weird. Yeah. Okay, so he has continued to show us how weird he is. Can everyone just confirm their picks, please? Sure. Uh, Corey Feldman and Kevin mm-hmm. Spacey. Yep. Yep, and I'm I'm going Kirk Douglas and um, Charlie Sheen. Okay. Now, as I said, this is open to everyone. Podcast at multiplenerdgasm.com. Partners, podcast at multiplenerdgasm.com. Right in. Let us know. And now, now, also, you can't, someone goes into hospital when you email this person. No, you need to (laughs) predict something. You can't just say, my nan. (laughs) No. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, and it it can't be imminent. Like, they're on, they're, oh, they're about to switch life support off. You can't just shoot off a quick email, right? You've yeah. got to, I, I no. think if I think if you're in the room with a celebrity and they're about to turn off their life support, you please do shoot us a quick email. <laughs> actually, <laughs> I, I think point. we should requalify that. Yeah. Okay, fine. You might not win, but do it anyway. Yeah, and yep. I mean, not just for this competition. Like, if you got that kind of inside goss, like, why aren't we already talking? And I'll have a photo up on the Instagram in the next few days of the prize, oh. and also putting up the rules as well. I thought you might have a dead celebrity. Jeez. <laughs> We'll put that photo, that photo of uh, yeah. Chris Farley in the ice cream shop up. Oh my god! That was yeah. <laughs> Two parks autopsy. Oh god! Now we can head over to the after party. All right. On that. On that I'm happy sh- note. Not sure I feel like it anymore. <laughs> Let's head on over. That's all for this week. Thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoyed the show. If you enjoyed it, then please subscribe and iTunes to receive episodes automatically. We'll see you next time.